So okay, so this is the new segment. I have an idea. Hey, I have an idea. Uh, apparently, yes. Do you remember how last week we talked about how there was a there was a lost cold open? Yes. Yes. Well, here you go. In the talking to Todd system, the toddlers are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. Todd, who investigates idiots, and Dwayne, who tries to make dad jokes about them. These are their stories. That's pretty good. I think we, uh, because he used the music though, I think we owe Dick Wolf like $10,000. <laughs> for for a half second of, of content. That's 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 how you, that's how you make the money in TV. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I thought I thought uh, you know here for our hundredth episode, I thought that would be a nice thing to do for the open. How about that? Hey, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prinz. Welcome to our hundredth episode. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? You know, not too bad. Just uh, you know, living living the dream, working from home. <laughs> dream. Okay. <laughs> those are those are crappy dreams you're having. <laughs> yeah. You should. We should get you some melatonin or something, so that you're you're you know you need to <laughs> knock you out, Mama. <laughs> mom, Mama said, knock you out from Mama's Mama's pharmacy. Yes. <laughs> so what 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 is this? You sent me something in the mail. Yes. So uh, in honor in honor of our hundredth uh, episode. Because I I didn't think we were going to get here. Uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to commemorate it, uh, and who knows if there'll even be a hundred and one. So I wanted. Here's the thing: when doing a podcast, like we put the files out there, and you can go download them or whatever. But it's kind of I don't know. It's it's a little ephemeral, uh, which is Latin for waste time every week. Uh, <laughs> I think I think that's right. I pretty. Yeah, I'm not sure, Maybe. but I think, yeah. Ten lawyers in the room? Nobody has <laughs> postdoc ergo proctoroc? What? So anyway, I thought we should have, we should, ha- I mean, yes, I, I mean, I've got a throw pillow, I've got the mugs, I got the t-shirt. I mean, it's it's like I went to Disneyland in talking to Todd. But I thought that there should also be at least one other thing uh, sort of tangible. So you've got a, you've got a sealed box and I have a sealed box. So let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's unseal the box and see what I ordered. Oh, that's good Foley work there. That sounded like you were actually cutting it. It's amazing what you could do with two coconuts. That's cool. You like that? I do. That's some solid work. Very nice. So that's the uh so so for the audio portion, that that is that's the show art uh printed on a five by five uh piece of glass. Uh, suitable for uh, it's already to hang on the wall or it comes with with a stand. And I would say this was courtesy of our friends at Fracture at FractureMe.com or Fracture.me. But uh, uh, insofar as uh, I I went to the webpage and ordered it and they were happy to sponsor it as long as I gave them an Amex. So um, (laughs) it's, it's our good friends. Yeah, but right there next next to the framed talking to Todd uh logo that I there also you go. have yes. behind. It's it's a little talking to Todd shrine back there. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's really cool. Well, and I and I will say this. There's the the reason why I did this is I again I listen to a number of podcasts, right? And a few years ago, a couple of the this was a thing that a bunch of the podcasters who were being sponsored by this company all said, Hey, you know what I do? Uh, the, the 17 different podcasts I do, I have, I have the show art made of these and then I lined them all up. So I have like a tangible thing of all of my shows. 
and some of them are also application developers. So they have the icon of the app of the application they've developed so they can have that. And, uh, and I thought, Hey, the professional podcasters do this. You know what? I think at a hundred, I mean, we're still not professional cause you know, I mean, we're sponsored, but we're not professional. Uh, but you know, at least I can, I can say, yes, we, we, we now follow the things that the, uh, <laughs> that the professionals do. Except for the good content, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> the ad revenue, the right. the quit the quit your real job and do this full time. Yeah. yeah. All, yeah. All, yeah, all yeah. of those, all of those things, none of which we do. Okay. Do in do uh do in-person events with three to four thousand people selling tickets, speaking at conferences to tell people how to do it. Yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But but we do have a five by five piece of glass with our logo on it now. So we're on our way and and a convention and and a second a second convention coming up this summer so. yeah yeah and our own award show so really we're starting to nail it it only took us a hundred weeks <laughs> <laughs> doing it doing it doing it well oh or or at least doing it often if you can't if you if you can't do it well at least do it often isn't isn't that how the phrase goes i think yeah i think that's it i think i think that's <laughs> oh god oh there's there's the new there's there's the tagline for the show 100 episodes whether you wanted them or not okay uh, how about feedback follow up and updates sounds good Okay. According to Toddler Negative Eighteen, uh, Minnesota also names their snowplows, and they're having a contest right now. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they've already passed the nomination phase. They're just in oh. the voting phase, right? Because otherwise, Toddy McTodd Plow would be nominated. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Maybe next year, maybe <laughs> there's always, there's always next year, right? <laughs> Bill's right. Bill's fans too soon. Oof. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the other note from Sarah, she hasn't watched station 11 that you referenced last week and what you're watching, Yes, but she does remember reading the book and remembers thinking you should only be allowed so many coincidences when writing a story about the apocalypse. Apparently, too many things just came together too easily. Okay. Um, yeah. I I guess what I would say is just listening to another podcast that was mentioning how good of a show it was, right up until the point where, again, it's your mileage may vary. One of the people who watched it said, oh, I didn't really like that episode. And then asked his wife who read the book and she goes, Oh yeah, that wasn't even in the book. Like that's just made up out of whole cloth. So maybe they fixed some of those problems. Now they may have introduced other problems. I, I don't know. Uh, I will tell you uh, in the last week uh, th there was this conversation in my, in our house. I don't know. You want to watch another episode of station 11? Eh. Okay. Well, sure there's a train video on youtube <laughs> so we, was, we may not get was, to the end of it <laughs> that was almost i'll get to this later but that was almost the same conversation we had after watching the first episode of peacemaker <laughs> yeah i won't I'll, i won't subject you to any more of that <laughs> really we're watching this no no we're not no uh let's see did Lisa have any other feedback uh, besides Station Eleven? No, you know what? No, no, she, no. she she did um, mostly. Uh, again, I, th I think I think she said you said some funny stuff. Um, I don't, you know. Uh, hey, there was some funny stuff. Was it me or Dwayne? It was Dwayne, and I don't. There was some. I don't. I, I missed. You don't take those notes. <laughs> it was the dad. Yeah. Was it the dad jokes? Was it the dad jokes that she enjoyed? Because. We've gotten feedback that there should be more dad jokes. Okay. Your feedback to the show doesn't count, Dwayne. <laughs> you would think 
after 99 of these, I would figure that out. But, you know, uh, Amy's feedback, Amy finally got to the point where we started talking about tech corner and the other tech corner. Yes. Yes. That's how far behind she is. Todd's tech corner and Dwayne's tech corner. Two different things. Todd's tech corner, Dwayne's technical corner is how she thinks we need to call those. Okay. We need to, we got tech corner, we got technical corner and never the twain although, shall meet. Although, you know what I'm thinking now that you say that though, I've, we're missing an opportunity because before we go to both, you know what the introduction should be? Let's tee it up. No, no. Okay. I can, I can serve you some tea. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's mm. no, you know what? No. I am desperately, while you read the next bit of feedback, I'm going to desperately look to see if there is a HomeKit slash Alexa slash Google Home enabled uh, window shade so we can have uh, tea and shade. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. No. no. What else we got? Greg, Greg and Sherry both provided feedback on the space content. Yes. We had we had one vote had, for and and one vote well, we against. A, we had a, we had an attribution problem, right? Well, we had yes, an attribution correction. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, a, a vehement correction. I let us let's call that out. Yes. 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 Do not. I don't know, I don't know what it, I don't know what it means when you capitalize capitalized letters, but that's what we got. <laughs> Do not under any circumstances mistake Sherry for looking for more space content. She is not, that is not, yeah, yeah. Not in her orbit. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, However, Greg says, feed him all the space content you want, and he's good with that. So yeah, one vote for, one vote against, which cancels each other out? Nope, nope. Nope. All I heard was one vote for. So, <laughs> and we got rocket talk coming up. It, fly me to the moon. I've been told I can't sing. Sorry. I don't want any more feedback on that. That's been clear. No. Oh, it's been very clear. I'm not paying any attention to the feedback, but we've gotten feedback on it. Apparently, uh, earlier this week, the new satellite the james webb space telescope the james webb space telescope thank you because i wasn't going to remember that yes um parked itself at l2 at approximately one o'clock and was it was it greg's comment that said so at about noon it was just outside lagrange i believe that was yes I got to appreciate the dad jokes there. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, so we had that. Um, Doug from the Idiot Toddlers. Thanks to my review of American Underdog, Doug, Doug now absolutely refuses to go see it. He he's a U and I alum, and he's boycotting on oh, principle. Go Panthers. Yep. Go, right. <laughs> You can't tell the story of Kurt Warner and you and I football without the Unidome. You just can't do it, he said. So uh, he's boycotting on principle and he will not go see the movie. Um, I was apparently fairly worked up about this. Oh, yeah, that was some feedback I got back from Lisa was, wow, Dwayne really hated that. And I said, yeah, we need more of that energy on this podcast. I mean, that was that was excellent. Uh, Yes, yes. Yeah, I was pretty fired up. I mean, you know, here's the, I just thinking about that. When I heard that, I was like, man, they even I mean, because they just made crap up in the movie anyway. What what a beautiful thing. Like when he went to go take his first start in the TWA dome, they could have even had a scene where Dick Vermeil is like, son, you know, is this is this uh, you're, you're going to be thrown indoors. Right. So don't let that throw you off. And he could have said, sir, I've been preparing for this for my entire life. Right? Yeah. Nope. There you go. Nope. 
Nope. Oh, well. So there's that. Where do we want to go? Idiots first or main topics first? Let's go. Let's uh, let's cover some idiots. Um, yeah, let me I'll start. And I, I, you've got some in here. The, OK, this is just high level, high level idiotude. Have you have you read about the uh, small labor case with the uh, hospital chain Theta Care in Wisconsin? I have not. OK, OK, so. ThetaCare is a hospital chain in Wisconsin, as is, uh, there's another chain up there called Ascension. Um, ThetaCare has a uh, interventional cardiovascular team that they, it's, it's 11 people on this team. Seven of them have put in their resignations and they're all going to the competitor, Ascension. So ThetaCare seeing that seven of the 11 people are leaving for what seems to be better jobs, potentially with better pay, potentially with better benefits, potentially they did the only thing that you would do in a free market. And that is they filed a lawsuit to stop Ascension from hiring any of them on the day that they were, on the day that two of them were supposed to start. Yes. You, the look on your face says, wait, what? How can one company sue another company to stop them from hiring people? Is Wisconsin not a right-to-work state? It is a right-to-work state. You can fire anybody you want for no reason. However, if an employee leaves, apparently you can try to sue the people that are hiring them. So, so ThetaCare filed this on a Friday. Yeah. Did they sign non-compete clauses? Nope. Nope. No. Huh. Oh, this seems here's, interesting. Here's the, yeah, here's their argument in front of the judge. Hey, we're a level two trauma center. Without a fully fledged team, we're going to have problems keeping our accreditation. And we believe that Ascension recruited these people away from us. And so we need you to tell Ascension that they can't hire any of them until we have time to go out and hire and fill all these positions. Until that time, those people have to keep working for us because we are providing a critical need to the community. The Ascension lawyers said, uh, we didn't recruit anybody. We posted them and people responded. And then they interviewed a number of the employees and the they all said, yeah, here's what happened. Uh, the one person filled out an online uh, filled out an online form, saw their job was open. And uh, it actually wasn't, he didn't want even more money. Um, they have a bigger team and you spend less time on call. And so he wanted more time at home and less time on call. And then the offer they gave him was significantly better than he expected. So he accepted it. And then what did he do? He went back to work and said, hey, guys, <laughs> Guess you what? wouldn't believe what they're paying. And six other people said, I've got to get me some of that. And so, so they mean. applied. Yes. And Ascension pointed out, you know, ThetaCare could have offered more money. They could have offered, um, they could have hired more people to make the on-call rotation better. They did. They actually declined to offer any more money to any of their people. <laughs> they just sued to stop them. So that went on on Friday, so the people couldn't start work. And then on Monday, a judge heard it, and a judge uh, basically, within about an hour, dismissed the whole thing, saying, yeah, that's, that's not the way free market works here. Um, you needing to provide service is kind of a you problem, not the employee's problem. They're free to go wherever they want to go. Case dismissed. Got rid of the temporary restraining order. So anyway, uh, yeah, capitalism works both directions. <laughs> which, is, which is ironic because uh, there are those of us who believe that healthcare shouldn't be a for-profit capitalistic mechanism anyway, but, but, but if it is, if it, if is, it is, then. All right. Um, what else? What do, what do you, what do you have for idiots? Um, did you see Grayson Allen is back to his old Grayson Allen tricks? Oh, I would make a strong case that he's back to new Grayson Allen tricks because before he just tripped people. Now he's taken them out of the air. And uh, injured a Bulls player 
breaking his wrist, who will be out six to eight weeks. Grayson, for that, gets a one-game suspension. I I don't remember whose idea this was, and perhaps it was yours. And I believe this was an NHL suggestion. But if you injure someone, the rule suggestion that I believe was made was if you injure someone and they go out due to injury that you caused, you are then out for as long as they are out. If you're out for, if they're out for four weeks, you're out for four weeks. I would say you're out for four weeks plus your punishment. Sure. So, and a game. And a game. Four weeks and a game. So I saw that and, and this, we, this, this goes down a whole other rabbit hole that we won't go down and people like, Oh, please no more, no more sports. Well, hang on. We may have other stuff, but there is something there. This is me. I'm obviously getting older and I'm getting more cynical watching sports, but there is something about sports that I, I, cause I watch a lot of sports. There's something about this that is really just really, really making me just so uncomfortable is there's this idea in sports that if in most sports injuries may happen and it's nobody's fault, that's part of the game, right? Sure. People can collide and it's not a foul. It's not a penalty. Incidental can come, things, things right. happen. Yes. When you, when you play, whether it's pickup basketball or in the NBA, there is a risk of physical danger. That's fine. Everybody who plays understands that. But there's also rules to protect players. If you violate those rules, then the punishment is a game suspension or a fine or whatever. But the player who got fouled, they bear the entire burden of the outcome. And it is it is basically, here's the thing, it, it, it's it's quasi-socialism at this point, right? Which is the person that causes the problem doesn't bear the cost of the problem. It's whoever, you know what? If I take you out of the air in a completely dangerous way and you're now out for six to eight weeks, not my problem. Well, it is because if you hadn't have done that, that would have been like, that's on you. You caused it, but you don't have to bear the burden. I also see this in... There's this thing in, so uh, watching a lot of soccer, right? Uh, people go up to head the ball and they put their elbows out and smash people in the face. And and they're like, oh, that was incidental contact. When you jump, you got to put your elbow up to protect yourself. Like, no, 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 no. Your, your elbow is your responsibility. <laughs> well, he has to. No, he doesn't. Matter of fact, jump. If you jumped right now, do your elbows go straight out at a 45 degree angle? Like that's nobody jumps that way. Um, yeah. So it doesn't surprise me, but yes, uh, Grace. Now what was terrible is what was really terrible though, was the video after the guy gets um, taken off the court with a broken wrist. Grayson's on the bench giggling about it and laughing. I don't know if you saw that. I he thought it was pretty funny. And then the bucks issued a statement saying, that they thought after he got, they don't even understand why it was a flagrant two, let alone a suspension. And they think that that's ridiculous. And my thought, what I, what I told Lisa was watching this, I'm like, here's the problem. And this is, I don't know why the league, the leagues, if the league doesn't take care of this, the players will. And if that's legal, if that's, if that's only a one game suspension. And by the way, the way sports, the way professional sports work is guess what? If that's legal and you can take out one of the top players of the Bulls, fine. You don't retaliate against Grayson Allen. On the Bucks, the next time Giannis Antetokounmpo, reigning MVP, I believe, goes up, you take him out of the air and you take him out for six to eight weeks. And then you look at Grayson and you wave and then you say, I'll take my one game suspension. And that's, that's the what way the it NBA works. has set up because that's yep. the rules that we've been given to play by. Yep. Oh, so angry. So angry. I feel like we need a good Scott Frost thing right now just to cleanse the palate. But anyway. Uh, um, quick hitters. Let's see. Yeah. A couple of quick hitters. Um, did you hear about the arrest warrant that was sent out for a ship? <laughs> Didn't pay the fuel bill 
Is that what I saw? I don't know that I read the yeah. article. I read the headline. Yeah. So maybe Crystal Cruises. Yeah, yes. Crystal Cruises, which is run by a company out of Hong Kong. Anyway, they they hadn't paid their fuel bill, which was like four million dollars, and they were already under financial. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just for this ship one time. It wasn't like they. It wasn't like they pulled up to a port, gassed up, and left. Right. Like this was like four million dollars for multiple ships over multiple times. Anyway, um, the uh, they uh, the people who own the fuel went to a U.S. court and got a. Uh, got u.s marshals basically they they literally it was said in the paper i don't think this is the technical term they issued an award arrest warrant for the ship because the uh the the people that had the fuel asked the u.s marshals to seize the ship because they were going to take it and then sell it for the fuel bill um the ship was due into dock into miami and as soon as they heard that the ship was going to be seized, they announced to the passengers, congratulations, you're getting an extra free day on the ship. And they turned and went, I believe, to Bimini. Anyway, they basically, yeah, there were people on the ship who all had travel plans and the ship basically kidnapped them <laughs> and didn't let them off and then went to another port where the ship cool. wouldn't be seized. I'm just wondering, like, do you have to read the rights to the ship, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, there's that one. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go. Um, I have listed, uh, because this is, this is just like me. I'm, th- I'm throwing this stuff out there. Uh, the pussycat dolls were supposed to be doing a world tour. I, I, I assume you knew all about this because you probably had tickets for multiple events. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna follow the Pussycat dolls across yeah. the country. Yeah, I was planning yeah. on taking three weeks off all, all of my I was gonna burn all of my vacation this year to follow the Pussycat dolls. PCD and PCD. Yes. yes. Nicole Scherzer uh posted something that said, um, thanks to everyone who had tickets to see PCD. We're so appreciative. With the ever-evolving circumstances around the pandemic, I understand the decision that uh, I understand the decision that the tour dates had to be canceled. I've invested a huge amount of time, creativity, energy in my own life. I'm so sorry. I can't put it into words. Amount of love. Stay safe. Love and blessings, Nicole. She posted that. I don't know. Did that go to Instagram, I'm assuming? Anyway, do you know who didn't know that the Pussycat Dolls tour was canceled before Nicole announced this on Instagram? Jeopardy answer here. What is everyone? <clears throat> More specifically, who are the rest of the Pussycat Dolls? Yes. Yeah. Nicole announced that the tour was canceled and the rest of the people who were going on the tour didn't know that it was canceled until it showed up on Instagram. <laughs> and they all went, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> you know... I'm just getting a sense that there's a little bit of tension. There's some creative tension at play. <laughs> creative differences were creative. She's different. The yes. Nicole, maybe the world doesn't all revolve around you. Oh no, apparently this one does. This one this one clearly does. At yeah. least the PCD universe does. Yep. Um and then and then the last by the way, N- Nicole Scherzinger gets the uh, gets the nominee for idiots there for not telling her band members that she's canceling the tour. Um, last one, this one, um, this one straight from uh, a lawsuit. The producers of yesterday are being sued by California resident Michael Rosa. So in October, he watched a trailer for yesterday that included a scene in the movie that included anna de armis yes yes bond girl she was in knives out yeah anna de armis yeah he's proposing a class action suit because the film that hit theaters this doesn't none of this makes any sense Oh, he rented it. So he saw that he saw a trailer for it in October. He rented the movie. 
that was released in June of 2019. Watch the entire movie. Do you know who's not in that movie? Anna de Armas? Yes. Yes, exactly. So he watched the trailer and said, I like her. She's good. I'm going to rent this movie because she's in it. He watched the entire movie. She's not in it. Because the scene that they used, they cut from the movie and never appeared. And he's now filing a lawsuit for uh, uh, because it's false advertising to show uh, a person in a movie and he spent good money. And that actually, that person wasn't in the movie. I'm not even sure who I'm rooting for here. Right? Like... Like on one hand, I go, are you really suing over this? And on the other hand, I think he's got a point. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you did say that this was the movie. <laughs> this is, a, I've re, I, I have experienced this slightly. Uh, Lisa, Lisa loves uh, Russell Brand. And a number of years ago, he did a movie, Get Him to the Greek. And we saw the trailers for it. And there is one thing it's, it's not the, I mean, it's funny and it's, it's physical comedy and Russell's doing this whole thing. And so we go watch the movie, which we would have gone to watch the movie anyway, decent movie. But at the end of it, I said, you know, that part that we said was so funny in the trailer. She goes, "Uh uh-huh. I'm like, that was never in the movie. And she goes, yeah, that's right that was the funniest thing we saw. Like, like they sold the movie. Hey, come see this. Oh, but not that anyway. I mean, I didn't sue. I just said, eh, okay. But do you remember what was the name of the star Wars movie that was set just before new hope rogue one rogue yes. one. Yes. Do you remember the preview for that has her out on the bridge and the ship comes up behind her in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That scene doesn't happen in the movie and it's a great scene. She's on the, and you see this thing rise up from behind her and you know, she's screwed. Yeah. No. Yeah. That didn't, that didn't happen in the movie. Just happened in the trailer. Yeah. And, And in all of that, you're like, okay, they cut a scene, they cut a scene or whatever, but then you go, but, if you went to go see this actress and the actress isn't like, once you say, Hey, by the way, she's in this movie. Like, is it my responsibility to go check your work with IMDB? (laughs) Does there you go. Does the ruling come down? Just let it be. Is that the ruling that comes? Maybe we should, maybe we should all just come together. You, you got to get back to where you were before. <laughs> we should stop this. You don't, otherwise you, this don't, goes on. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to sue her. She loves you. But if he wins the lawsuit, you can, you can guarantee that he's going to have a ticket to ride. I'm just, I'm just going to put that out there. I really think that that's true. Too many Beatles songs. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Yesterday, good movie. Because for the record, yesterday, very good movie. I enjoyed it. All right. Okay. So that closes out the idiots. We're basically through the end of the show. This one's going to go a little long. Um, It's our it's our hundredth episode. I think with our hundredth episode, we can go a little long. I think we're just going to do it. Um, speaking of, this is our hundredth episode, which we we talked about a little earlier in the show. Uh, there was we we did we had this question when we started recording of, hey, are we going to do anything um, interesting? I I did reach out to Bradley Cooper to get uh, a celebrity uh, welcome. Um, I think it must have gone into a spam folder. Um, yeah, you know, so a Bradley number of podcasts. Cooper, yeah, he, he didn't respond. No, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, should have ordered a cake. Uh, forgot to do that. So we did have one suggestion when we started throwing this idea around. Lindsay said, you know what you guys should do? You guys should play episode one, The Phantom Menace. No, I mean the our episode one. Um, 
Yeah, different, different one. Nobody Although wants to see that either. Both of the same quality, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's problematic in so many ways. Anyway, I believe you unearthed some some of the audio, um, and you were going to play some of it. And the goal was you're just going to play a, a minute or two, and we're going to sit here and listen. I have you've heard this while preparing. I have literally never heard this ever before because you haven't shared this with me. I was there for the recording, and I don't really remember it. So. Um, we're going to let this play for just the first episode of Talking to Todd, which, by the way, when was this recorded? Uh, I believe this was October of 2007. So we're now 15 years later. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm sure it'll be topical. Um, so, yeah, we'll go ahead and play. And and the first one of us that can't handle it anymore, we'll just wave and then we'll bail out. We'll tap so, out. Yeah. So I guess here's episode one. Welcome to Talking to Todd. I am uh, your co-host, Dwayne Johnson. And I'm Todd. Uh, And so that's what we're doing. Uh, We're just uh, doing kind of what I've been doing for the last, I don't know, 30 years or so, more than that now. Uh, And, and, you know, what a whole bunch of us actually do. Uh, What are you doing? Uh, Not too much. I'm I'm talking to Todd, and, and he's talking to me, and so now we're recording this. We decided to roll this out as a as a podcast, mostly for our own entertainment, but we figure we've got a world-listening audience of about five, so if you're one of five... On, on a good day. Welcome. Uh, you want to you run through the rundown a little bit, what we think we're going to talk about, and then a whole bunch of other stuff? So uh, we're, we're, we're thinking about uh, some, some reminiscing about Reg Bryce. Yes. And, and, then, uh, and then we have a, a tribute to the Bush administration's war on terror. And, and then, uh, and then followed up by the, uh, the heavy hitting, uh, important stuff, the big topics of the day, uh, the world of sports, um, which is which is much more important than any of the war on terror stuff. Absolutely. You gotta have your priorities. Exactly. Although we're putting them last, so I don't know if that really makes them a priority. But you know, it works well. Um, we we're doing rag right on request. Yes, it's it's um, it's our pilot show, and we already have a request, which is is you know quite interesting. Um, I that it may be a it may be a first in the in the history of podcasting that that people were actually demanding content be, uh, from us before we actually even created any content. Our our our, our reputation precedes us. Yeah, in so many ways. Uh, <laughs> So, so we're reminiscing about about uh, about the, the the first reg. Well, I guess that's all relative. The first reg ride went on, um, uh, and and that request came from my aunt Sue, who who stumbled upon us on on the internet and and was looking for for valuable reg ride information slash reminiscence. Uh, yeah, I, I um I still actually have the bike that I rode on reg ride, and this was probably what. 1984, uh, 80, probably 86. Was it okay? I I knew I I knew I wasn't riding yet. My bike rode it everywhere. I mean, Cyril Falls, but yeah, <laughs> Todd's I, tapping out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Oh, <sighs> okay. I took some official notes as I was listening to this just so that I could. Yes. Mm. Yes. All right. I did. I did too. My first note uh, says Apollo 11 because the audio, the the time, the only time I've heard audio worse than that, that literally sounds like we're part of the Apollo space program. <laughs> People who were circling the moon had better audio. <laughs> Uh, we can see the sea of tranquility. Oh uh, yeah, that's really good there, uh, Buzz. Like I don't. <laughs> well, we were on cell phones from 2007, 
talking on a free conference call line that was being recorded. And that's how we got that audio. That was how techie we were back then. We both called into a conference call line and I pushed record. I'm serious. You should probably find a little bit of Apollo audio to stick at the end of this show side by side. And you're going to know I've listened to a lot of Apollo audio because space, right? I, right. Yes. Are you with me, Greg? Yes. Um, I've listened to enough to literally think the only thing we were missing is the beeps and the over. <laughs> so here's, here's a note. As I remember it, when we recorded that very first episode, I was on the road for work in Dubuque, Iowa. <laughs> this week I'm in Boston. Well, what else you got? That's that's the piece that concerns me actually is okay, the audio fine. Um I I also wrote another another note, obviously unedited. Um uh, because you do a good job of dropping out all of the all of the awkward pauses we have before we release it. Now, we're not any better speaking about it. We're just more polished on the edit. So thank you for that. But the rest of it, I went, oh my goodness, it's still the same show. Um, we were at that point totally unprepared. I mean, we have a rundown now. Um, the topics, I mean, we got we got in Ragbri, okay. The other podcast. Yes. 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 The general topic of sports. Yes. Yep. And we even managed to name check Aunt Sue. <laughs> and estimated our total listening audience of about five. Plus or minus. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So those were my notes was, oh my goodness. Uh, 15 years later, we're still doing the same thing. Minus, minus the edgy discussion on George Bush's war on terror. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nobody needs to hear that. Nobody, trust me. Nobody, nobody needs to hear that. By the way, did you have any other notes? No, you and I had almost exactly the same notes. Um, I do have... A real-time follow-up right here. I mentioned that I still own the 15 years ago, I still owned the bike that I rode on that Ragbri. Yes. I still own the bike that I rode on that Ragbri. I purchased that bike on June 9th of 1986 before we went on Ragbri in July. I was gonna say June 9th. And Ragbri is the last week of July. <laughs> yes. Way to prepare. Oh, I had a bike before. I had oh, a. Oh, you had to get a good one. I had a. I had this bike that we bought from the Des Moines Police Auction that I refurbished, and that was the bike that I rode around for all of junior high and and half of high school. Um, but the reason I know that it was June 9th of 1986 was I found the receipt. In the original operator's manual. Ooh. <laughs> and where where did you buy that bike from then? The Spoken Wheel Cyclery. Of course right I did. Right there on Washington. Yes. Right on, yep. And I paid $197.55, including tax. So c- compared in in you know adjusting for $1986 to today, that bike today would have cost me. $501.77. It's it's no $14,000 electric bike, but it it is something. And and I still well, you, have it. You amateurize that over 30 years. I mean, that's a very low payment. Oh, I I got my money's. I've gotten my money's worth out of it. It needs new tires. <laughs> I think. Don't we all? Don't <clears throat> I don't even know what that means. It just sounds funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, so there's that. So uh, thank you to Lindsay for suggesting that we go back into the way, way back machine. That was, that was fun. So um, if anybody desperately wants to hear episode one, uh, maybe we'll play some more when we get to episode 250. Uh, I don't know. 
I think I think once every hundred episodes is is not long enough. Would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, we should we should have set the bar pretty well out there. I mean, to make it sound like we're going to hit it, but we're not going to hit that. Right? Yeah, like we got to Yeah, we got stuff to do. Uh, what else do we have on main topics? Uh, so, what are you watching then? So, um, I I'm starting a new idea that we're going to talk about what we're watching after we finish it, and not when we start it and don't complete it. <laughs> Because I keep talking about all the series we're starting and then abandon. So I've decided, you know what? Maybe I should get, we should get through some stuff. The one we got through is on HBO max in 2019, CNN did a series called the movies that was executive produced by Tom Hanks and his uh, production partners. They look at the history of American cinema. So there's the early years, and then there is the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and the 2000s. And um, it gives you this really, it gives you sort of this overview of what was going on. And, and there's some really interesting stuff. And you get to play this game if you want of like, oh, I've seen that movie. Or I haven't seen that movie or the, you know, the, in the early years, which goes from the beginning of film up through the 50s not as many. Um, and then you start picking them up. Um, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of films. We're like, Oh, we should see that. We should see that. Now, did we write those down? We did not. Will we see them? Probably not. But at least at the time we thought we should see that. Um, so it's on HBO max. Each episode is an hour and 24 minutes long. I would suggest if you're going to watch it, the, um, the intro, which is non-skippable, is a minute 30 for every episode. It basically shows you a clip of every film that has ever been made. The first time you're like, Oh, I know that one. And Oh, where's that from? Or whatever. And then after that, just, just fast forward because, uh, wow. I mean, I mean, that's a long intro. That's it's like, like at one point, this the is like, is this the show? Remember the newsroom intro and how long that went on? Like seriously yeah. already. I don't need to see the satellite. I've seen it. I saw it last week. I saw it the week before. I fine, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, if you like movies, I mean it covers stuff. There's some stuff it sort of, you know, sometimes leaves out. Learned all sorts of interesting, you know, actually learned some stuff um about filmmaking in the 30s and the 40s and, you know, then they touch on how films you know, how films are, ref- how films are both pushing the culture and reflecting of the culture and things. And anyway, um, if you like films, it's, it's really, it's, it's worth it to sit down and kind of go through all of those. So, and it, it was on CNN. So it's, you know, they, they've got a lot of directors. They have actors sitting there talking about it. Um, you know, kind of standard pop culture kind of thing. I remember this thing. Yeah, it was when you said it was on CNN. It's now on HBO Max, but originally yes. it aired on CNN. I remember this thing. I have watched a couple of these episodes. They're really good. I've not yes. gotten through yeah. all of Yes. Yes, highly recommend. Even though I haven't seen them all. And that's why they're an hour and 24 minutes long because on CNN they would have been 2 hours. And you don't get any of the commercials, which uh, is why it's a weird exactly an hour and 24. So Anyway, um, that's what that's what we both are watching and completed. So yay for us. Um, what are you watching? Uh, we watched uh, RuPaul season fourteen episode three last okay. week. Bringing all the queens together, the big yes. the big show. Yes, yes, yes. Again, it's what we're watching. <laughs> There's. At this point in these seasons, there are too many for me to be able to keep. Tra- I can't keep track of everybody. Yes. Th- they did three runway outfits, and it's like queen after queen oh. after queen after queen after queen after queen after queen after uh, enough already. I'm just. And so many puns. Anyway. Yeah, we actually. I, I was in to be. So I was pretty annoyed, actually, because again, there's 14, there's 14 contestants right now. Yes. And to your point, like, I don't, that's too many. It is too many. And there's plenty of fodder. 
you you know who's going out. So can we? And then they said, hey, the runway show, it's three looks each. And I was like, are you kidding me? And we were watching it and Lisa wasn't feeling good. And she was sort of laying on me. And then we get to the end of it. We get to the end of the runway show. She's like, I got to go to bed. I, I can't enjoy this. I'm like, okay, then we go to bed. You know, it'll be here tomorrow. Mind you, I have now seen 42 looks. <laughs> the next day she goes, hey, can we watch Rue? And I said, sure. And she goes, by the way, I was kind of dozing off there. So can we go back to the beginning? <laughs> now, I got to be honest with you. Here's the funny part, though. I was just like, this is too many. Why would you do three dresses per contestant with 14 contestants? And I'm like, I don't like, that's just too many. And she goes, it's 42. And I'm like, really? No. I mean, it's, wait, it's so it, three. And she's like, it's 42. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, no. It's so there's, there's 14, but they're in groups of seven. So there's two groups of seven and each has three dresses. And she's like, She's just 40. staring at me. And I'm like, and I'm like, so no, 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 no. Because it's, it's seven times three times two. And then that's, and like 45 seconds later, while she's just staring at me, I went, it's 42. Math is hard. It really is. I was so angry. <laughs> it made me stupid. <laughs> I was so angry. <clears throat> it made me stupid. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> oh now i know you you're just not watching when we're watching rue we're watching it on uh we're uh we get it through vh1 recorded on youtube tv we never start watch, it comes on at nine o'clock friday nights and we never start watching at nine o'clock because we got to let it buffer so we can fast forward through all the ads uh but you pointed out you you get you were sitting through some of the ads. Did you find you, you were telling me about one of the ads you found odd? <laughs> so we're watching on VH1 on Hulu. And mind you, we pay for Hulu Supreme or I don't know, with a cherry on top or something that's not supposed to have any ads except for the parts where it has ads. <laughs> oh, you got to love advertising. No ads, except when we want to put them there. So one of the ads was, I texted this to you. I didn't write it down here. Um, GovX? That sounds about right. What I remember about it, though, was it was aggressively masculine advertising for um, first responders and first responder wannabes to purchase equipment or formerly used equipment related to, I don't know, first responding. And I, I can't stress this enough aggressively masculine and i went well this is kind of an odd marketing choice <laughs> and i believe you responded with i i assume what happened was the advertiser said we want ads on macho shows like ufc hunting nascar drag racing etc <laughs> Close enough. Drag race. Close enough. Here's your ad. Successful buy completed. Can you can you confirm in that text that that was the name? Was it govx.gov? Dove, uh, govx.com. Thank you. Yes, I wouldn't want to misquote them. Govx.com. Sweet Lord. Uh, the exclusive online supplier for first responders. Speaking of aggressively masculine... We, as I said, we watched Peacemaker, watched episode one there. Um, you know how the Kingsman was bloody and graphic? Yes. Ramp that up about five times. Impossible. <laughs> okay, maybe it wasn't that bad. Um, with with an with an 
extra serving of camp. And at mm. one point, Amy looks at me and says, you know, I know this is supposed to be campy, but I just don't know that I can take this anymore. <laughs> and we got to the end and I looked at her, like I said, I looked at her and said, yeah, I'm not going to force you to watch any more of that. Oh, that's good. Cause I wasn't watching any more of that. <laughs> oh, and then we watched NFL football this weekend, which was fantastic. It was as fantastic. Ba- as bad as week one of the playoffs were. And they were bad. Oh boy. But week two was fantastic. Holy cow. I just. Oh. I, I will point out at one point as people have been effusive over this, right? Over these four games, because they've, you know, it's the, you didn't know who was going to win until the last play, right? Like right. The, every single game came down to that. And everybody is talking about this may be the greatest weekend of playoff football in the history of the NFL, because that's what we do. And, but most of the time you hear that you're like, Oh, come on. I bet you there was better stuff in the past. The, the fact of how close all these games were and they came down, actually you could make a case. This, this might be amazing. However, I did hear multiple people say the games came down. uh, It was something like the games came down to the last play of the game. And you're like, actually, or it ended with the last play. The games ended with the last play of the game. And you're like, yeah, that's how the games work. There's a last play. <laughs> and then the, there's they, the end. I know what you're trying to say. The games ended. The games ended with the on the last play of every all four games ended on the last play of the game. As did all other games. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, it's like saying, what did he die from? Well, he died from a lack of oxygen to the brain because that's what we all die from. (laughs) Regardless, at some point, there's a lack of oxygen to the brain and you die. Regardless of the rest of the circumstances, period. Yes. Yeah. I I do have to say there there's part of me. I was watching all this and went, first of all, two things. One, if the NFL was this good week in and week out, that would be awesome. And it's not. I mean, it's nowhere near, and I get this is the better teams or whatever. I also thought the NFL, given the way they've screwed up this entire season and the officiating and the problems they've had and everything, the NFL doesn't deserve this. They just lucked out. But what are you going to do? Well, you could fix the overtime rules for one. Put a pin in that. We're going to talk about that next week. Next week. I got, I have thoughts. I do. I do too. You know, by the time we get to next week and I actually edit it and we actually release it, we'll be talking about something else. Maybe that's it. That, that Anyway, if you have thoughts about NFL overtime rules, send them to us because we're going to talk about them. I swear we're going to talk about them next week. Meanwhile. Well, at least one of us is going to talk about them. We're probably going to do a coin flip. One of us is going to get to talk about it. <laughs> Depending on how that conversation goes, the other person may or may not get a chance to express their views. you want to go first you want me to go first what did you learn or what did okay all right so so i've gotten a feedback so over the first so this is our 100th episode and over the course of that i've gotten some feedback from different people what what would you say what would you say is the best part of our of of talking to Todd for the first hundred episodes? Best segment? Best part of the entire podcast. Oh, when we just talk. Okay, that could be a strong second. I've gotten feedback that the best part is the part that we have nothing to do with, which is our theme song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, and yeah, best part number one is the theme song. Best part number two is the guests. Best part number three is when we go off script and actually just talk to each other and don't pay any attention to anything else. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, so our theme song, it's happy boy by Kevin McLeod. And I was thinking, you know, we've been doing this for a hundred episodes. I enjoy the music every time I hear it. When we record, we 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 kind of dance a little bit to it in the car. It just makes you it just makes you feel good. And and you know what? It it brings tubas into the world, and we need more tubas in the world. So I was thinking, I mean, admittedly, you and I haven't made a dime out of this thing, 
but neither is, is poor Kevin McLeod, and he's contributed. And I thought, you know what? After 100 episodes, we've been using this as royalty-free music through the Creative Commons license. And I thought, you know what? After 100 episodes, we should, we should kick some really? money towards Kevin. Did you really? So, I'm sending you... We have a song license. Oh my God, look at we, that. Oh, but he's from Green Bay. I, we don't, we, well, he's no Aaron Rodgers. Um, and while I was there, I also I just, noticed. Did, you, did I just take a shot at Kevin McLeod? <laughs> you did. Um, I also noticed. Aaron Rodgers took. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a second version of Happy Boy that I believe doesn't include the tubas. I also licensed that. So I thought, what the heck? So there is Happy Boy and Happy Boy End Theme. Um, and the Happy Boy End Theme actually has two different versions in it. Again, I don't think either one of them has the tuba. And I don't know that we will ever play it. However, I figured we should be paying him for use of the song. So we are now officially licensed to use Happy Boy in in our creative endeavors. And what I learned was... It was it was amazingly affordable, and had I known it was this little, I would have done this a long time ago. Was it? It was. It's just five dollars, wasn't it? Five dollars a song for as long as you want to use no. it as many times. It was like twenty euros a song. Why somebody from Green Bay is being charged in euros, I don't know. But anyway, it's like twenty euros. So it's like twenty. It's like twenty five, thirty bucks a song or something. Or well, I went to ones. It's either thirty. It's yeah, somewhere around thirty bucks a song. So anyway, what I would suggest though, but I will let you because you do all of this. What I would suggest is we no longer have to give credit. We no longer have to say the name of the song. We don't have to give any credit. We just get to use it. However. I would say, and we've gotten feedback to make the end shorter. I think we do continue to include, we haven't talked about this. I do think we need to include that the theme is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. We could even say it's available on Incompetech. I think we still give him the shout out. We just can drop the, we can drop the attribution license. Or if we forget to drop it, we we are in the clear. But anyway, that's what I learned is it turns out um, licensing royalty-free software or royalty-free theme songs for podcasts can actually be not that expensive. So anyway, that was my other surprise to you for our hundredth, hundredth uh, episode. What did you learn this week? So I read an article this week about things that the pandemic made worse. And that may not have been the exact title. And maybe it was things that got worse during the pandemic. I, I don't know. It, But I mean, besides, I mean, number one would be, you know, the pandemic, right? things that things that people did or things that people do now that we didn't do before that have made the world a worse place. And like number seven on the list was podcasting. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> yes. And their theory was that, you know, before the pandemic, if you wanted to do a podcast, you had to, and people that were doing podcasts, you had a studio and you had a script and you had, uh, you know, editors and uh, sponsors and all that. I mean, you, you, it was really organized. And now anybody with a USB mic and a dream, and sometimes not even that, thinks the world needs to hear them rant for an hour a week about whatever. <laughs> and I went, hey. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talkin' to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talkin' and the number two. No G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. Pretty sure that's how that works. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail. You can still leave us a voicemail at 
also CPA. That's 515-257-6272. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. We want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank our listeners. You can send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? You know, just think about what you said. I, I think I'm a little offended now. We're not just two guys with a USB mic. We're two guys with two <laughs> USB mics. Thanks, Eli. I think we probably ought to wrap this one up. So, uh, and that's, oh, right on an hour. So by the time we get this thing edited down, fixing it in post, we'll, uh, we should be right at an hour. It'll be ten good minutes of material, and then everything else is all in the afterwards. <laughs> Here's the so, insight, and then all the other crap. So at this point, for anybody who's managed to stick with us for this entire hour, we thank you. Um, this is a sporadically... Uh, produce podcast, so we really podcast, so we really don't know when the next one will be, but uh, uh, tune in again next time. You want you get anything else for a close? Uh, no, you're doing a pretty good job. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. So uh, until next time, this is Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince for today. For, for, for this whole house, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time on talking to Todd. It's a Toddcast. Darn right it is.